So sometimes in this fantastic story that we have at Christmas, where we have the, the nativity, the story of Jesus coming to be with us, we forget that there are two people who up to that point had led unremarkable, very normal lives, going about their daily business as we all do. They got up in the morning, they went to work, they ate, they slept. Their future, they must have assumed, would be fairly predictable. Marriage, children, family life. Probably living in a small community that, like any isolated community, probably had its tensions, but it was a safety net for them as well. And then suddenly, Mary and Joseph were caught up in this whirlwind that was engulfing everything around them. One that had been prophesied, as we heard in our first reading in Isaiah, the Old Testament prophets said this was going to happen. Have you ever had something really momentous happening? Perhaps the birth of a baby, even the death of someone close to you, and you've been isolated, perhaps for many hours, in a drama inside a claustrophobic hospital. You emerge into the world, and you're surprised that the world is carrying on without you. People are going about their daily lives as if nothing has changed. And yet for you, the whole world now looks different. And life will never be the same again. That must have been a bit how they felt. I'm willing to bet you that their five-year life plan had nothing in it about angels, shepherds, wise men from the East, or the incarnational Christ. They had no idea that a baby they might have would rise from death and offer hope to the world. I wonder if they felt that their feet once planted on certain stone, now rested on shifting sands. So what did they do with it, this news? What do we do with it? Is it possible to understand the story and believe that God has come to be with us, God Emmanuel, and carry on the same as before? Or has something shifted and altered, never to be the same as it must have felt for Mary and Joseph. Mary is often depicted as meek and mild. Can we have the first picture, please? A woman, child, placidly accepting her fate. I beg to differ. This was someone who God had chosen to bear his son. Someone who would emerge blinking from the presence of an angel having said yes to God, someone who would praise and worship him, even as she was the mother of God, refugee, outcast, unmarried mother. This is a statue in um, Ely Cathedral. I know, it's not without its critics. I don't expect Mary was either white or blonde, or even that curvy but I like it because she's curvy. 
I went all the way to Ely just to see that statue. But it's her attitude I love. Could we have the next picture, please? This is no frightened child tossed into the spotlight by circumstance. This is someone who has embraced the provision and will of God and is praising and worshipping her saviour. I think there's something we can learn about embracing the will of God from Mary, about her expecting, expectant waiting for God to perfect his plan. We know that our creator is good and loving, but walking into his plans can be difficult and uncomfortable, but is also the way to fulfillment and hope. Mary has made her choice. One that puts her future dreams secondary to embracing the dreams of God who will not be contained in our structures. And what about Joseph? So much is said about Mary in the run-up to Christmas, but what about Joseph? He's often seen as an also-ran in the story, someone who doubts but comes good in the end but he is also brave and courageous. He chose to be identified with Mary, an action that would have immediately caused him to be ridiculed and ostracized from his friends and from his synagogue. It seems incredible, doesn't it, that the son of God and his mother should need protection, but they did. Joseph provided that protection and help that was so vitally needed. Often, we wonder what would have happened if Mary had said no. But what about Joseph, if he had said no? What if he had thought he knew better? What if he had thought this story was all too fantastic and far-fetched? A figment of somebody's imagination. What if it was just too far out of his comfort zone? Jesus would possibly not have survived. Joseph took God at his word. With no idea what the consequences were, he took the risk of believing God and hoping in his goodness. He welcomed God as part of his family. He embraced him and acted selflessly. What Joseph did was not only brave, but full of expectation and the hope of God's faithfulness and promise. I've often thought of Joseph as a bit of a plodder, someone strong and firm, but really not very exciting. But actually here, he's taking a huge risk. Away from all the ramatas, bells and whistles that we associate with Christmas, he is quietly choosing to put his faith in God rather than follow the crowd. He is choosing to believe the incredible and the wonderful. He's choosing to believe that God has a plan. Perhaps faith isn't about getting it right all the time. After all, Joseph did question. But a willingness to allow ourselves and our dreams to be challenged and changed by God, who is quite capable 
of turning our whole world upside down. And sometimes we might need to make the first steps. It's about taking what God says and does seriously and entering into relationship with the living God. I love Strictly Come Dancing. Sad, but true. And don't anyone tell me who won because I haven't yet watched it. I love it when the dancers leap up for a complicated lift. They seem to sail through the air with no support, sure that their partner will catch them at the right time. And maybe that's the same thing as us taking God at his word, believing what he says is true. We leap into the unknown, but knowing that God who sent Jesus to be with us will catch us. If you have felt, while listening again to the Christmas story, that something has touched you, that perhaps there is more to Christmas than parties and shopping and socialising, perhaps you may be beginning to wonder if Christmas may not just be for children and you want to find out more. Perhaps you want to take God at his word when he says he has come for all people. Maybe you're wondering about the response in, your, in faith that both Mary and Joseph made. Or the presence of hope in difficult circumstances. Please do feel free to come to any of our other Christmas services. Or we'd love to welcome you to an Alpha course in January. If you come up at the end and talk to either myself or Pads, he's easy to spot, he's got a dog collar like me. Do come and talk to us. Sometimes it's worth moving out of our comfort zones. And sometimes it's worth taking God at his word and taking that leap of faith. Amen.